Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Please visit audiblepodcast.com backward slash walking the room for your free audiobook download. Greg, I came over to your house today and um, you have two dogs that are the size of uh, elephants and they're, and they're puppies, which yeah, is a great puppies, combination. Yeah. It's they're, a great combination. They're, they're eight month old. Um, yeah. Uh, English uh, yeah. golden retrievers, which means that they are uh, white in color uh, and they are bear sized. And they, so they think they're puppies. If and they, so they right. jump well, on they, you. They are puppies. Well, I don't give a shit. I mean, they're, they're eight months old. I don't. And it's don't, like being jumped on by a garbage yeah. truck. And then <laughs> there was a giant shit because they are enormous animals taking craps. And so there was a giant turd. And I have, uh, I have khakis on. And one of your Which are they're sweet, dude. That's, that's one of your khaki you got on. dogs super sweet stepped khaki. flat front stepped in the poop and then stepped in the poop and then kept trying to jump on me. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a it was like a giant you know, you know, it was like, like a giant into, white you know, like, bear. You know, like when you go into a club and they yeah. put a stamp on your hand. Yeah, boom. That's welcome not to the club. that's not welcome to welcome to puppy except club. except this one is welcome to puppy. Club. This one is welcome to walk in the room. <laughs> To Puppy Club. Is this Puppy Club Podcast? Hey, if you've got videos of puppies, go ahead and just load them right up on our site. <laughs> we love puppies. Uh, no. Adorable puppies, cute puppies, fat uh-uh. puppies, tiny puppies, puppies doing weird stuff, I don't think puppies so. getting caught in things. Um, I, I don't miss- even, maybe you got a puppy that's been hit by a car and it's laying in the middle of the road. That, what is that? Club. It's a club for puppies. It doesn't matter. But I that's, a, that's a hurt puppy. I don't discriminate between dead puppies and alive You're puppies. You're a horrible person. If you've got old photos of puppies, if all you want to do is talk about puppies, it doesn't maybe. matter if you have a rescue puppy or a purebred puppy, just post your videos to our site, don't. puppy.com. Or uh, also and get in, and get in the get in the we have a social media site or uh, called the Puppy Dome. Also, don't there. don't at all. Also, don't <laughs> totally do it. Get get pu- the, puppy the shit out of it. The puppy other club. the other way you could do this is to not do it be at a all. Puppy club, bro. Welcome back to puppy club. Who, who puppy would, club. Who would want to be? I, I get that people enjoy this podcast, <laughs> and for the life of me, I can't I understand why. I don't. I cannot. I don't they enjoy it at all. We have we have a decent have amount of listeners. The, have you just abandoned the dome? Do we just yeah, take down the Thunderdome. I stopped. And the I stopped. I just stopped because number one, there's too many. There's too. It's too all over the place. I think people don't want to go sign up for a separate site. I think right. people want it like I want to go over to Facebook and see something there, yeah. or they can catch it on Twitter. It's just too much stuff. I think also think we just botched that thing from that from the get go. We didn't get it. We it, we fucked it up out of the gate. It should have uh, just been a message board. Yeah, it really should have just been. A, we came out with all this shit, and it was too fancy. It was also too complicated to get into, and then we tried to add a message board, and the message board never worked on that site on the Hot Dog Thunderdome. It right. was like it wasn't as good as other message boards. Right. So Ning just kind of blew it on that end. It's, we should have just it, had a message I think board. Right now we call it the Hot Dog Thunderdome. And <laughs> so stop if you're following the Hot Dog Thunderdome Twitter feed. That thing's a failure. Um, but in keeping with who we are in the podcast, it sort of has the stench of what we do, and so in in some. In some respects, it's perfect. You know who does run a, a successful website and a good business? Uh, who's that, Greg? It's Audible. Audible? Audible. The, the book The book peoples. The people where you can download a book into your ear holes and enjoy the <laughs> heck out of it. 
Uh, if you go to audiblepodcast.com backwards slash walk in the room, that's our that's our, our little URL that uh, we want people to use to go over there. Yep. Uh, you can grab books. Uh, they've got over 150,000, which as far as I know about math, that's a lot. That's more. Yeah. My wife has stopped listening to the podcast. Did yep. I tell you this? Yep. My wife has stopped listening to the podcast and I asked her why. And it's because she has an audible account now. <laughs> she is not. Yeah. She's like, well, so I just have so many books I want to listen to. interested in useful information that can help her uh, get through her day and through her life. Or just her imagination. It, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. You know, I I, uh, I went and got uh, Under the Dome mm-hmm. because I was watching the TV show and yep. it was so bad. I was like, it can't, if it's based on a book, the book's got to be good. And people were telling me it was good. And sure enough, I went and listened to it. And it's comparatively, I would say, listen to the book on Audible. And by the way, I have two books over there, and it's so much easier to get through the book while I'm talking into your ear holes. If you like me and books, if you like this podcast and books, uh, and my wife, uh, or Liz DiCillo, you can get, he's just not that into you, or it's called a breakup because it's broken over at audible.com slash podcast backslash walking the room. Look, if uh, if you go there, you can get a free book. Yeah. You get a free book for signing up. Yeah, Go yeah, in yeah. there, put your put your little your little stuff in there, your info. Let them know who you are. Let them know you enjoy books, and uh, you know you get yourself a free one. Um, that's pretty sweet. That's a I, it's a great deal. That's what's known as a, deal. a deal. All right, so audiblepodcast.com backwards slash walk in the room. Do it. We should have given away something when you got to the dome. What do you mean? Like a free download, like a free. If you if you go where if, to the hot dog Thunderdome. Oh right! No wonder <laughs> yeah. that thing is a disaster. <laughs> it's just a, it's you know what it is. It's dude. It's like an old tenement now. It's just <laughs> there's crack there's crack whores living in it. And just I don't love it here no more. And then said it was well. I opened it the other day. I just heard gunshots. <laughs> It's like MySpace. It's just abandoned. You just go in there. Yeah. Um, Only Ronnie's there with a bag of fingers going, where did everybody go? So uh, we are, as of right now, we're having a meeting uh, on Monday or Tuesday with these guys. For us, it's a big deal. We don't get asked to sit uh, around tables much. Um, No, we do, but just alone. Like no one wants to sit with us. So um, we are we are uh, having a meeting about and the and the idea is to live video stream the uh, podcast uh, with Patton on August twenty third. Yeah, and and a special guest who we will probably announce. Uh, uh, well, it, it will be announced by the time this podcast drops. And it's um it's gonna be uh it, so it's gonna be nine p.m. Pacific Coast time. So that would be midnight East Coast. And then all the little time zones you want to do in between. And then 2 p.m. Saturday in Australia, the 24th. So that's that's how that would Are work. Are you sure if it's you guys... 2 or would it be 12? Aren't we nine hours? I looked. I went and looked at a website and that's what it said. So I don't really know what to tell you. Um, that's called the Fuck You website. I, you know what? Australia figured out. <laughs> Jesus, what the fuck is them. wrong with you? I must spend a lot of time in Australia, it turns out. So, um, it's yeah, how, how are you going to do, do it? Here, here's how it's conceivable. It's conceivable Greg is now going to the uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival and I am not. That's I don't very think conceivable. that's fair. I don't make the, I don't make the decisions. No, but, but that's, uh, that's, the way it's, that's the way it could be looking at this point. Well, we're going to try and fix that. But no, I, fuck that. They, you don't need to fix it. It's not your problem. All right. Uh, I'm going to probably be there the last week or two weeks of Melbourne, and then I'm going to 
do a, the tour that they do. Well, we would, we would, weeks. if I did do it, we would miss each other then. Well, I miss you now. I don't miss you, you at all. Yeah. Um, so that's good. I'm how long would your tour be after that? Five weeks. And you, uh, oh, that's a pretty long tour. It's long. You go all over the country. You go all over the country. So, so for five, so they're not keeping you in one place for five weeks. Um, I mean, it's an actual I'm tour. I'm not doing a five week. I'm not Will or Arge. <laughs> I can't do a five week run. Some guy was the other day was just is it? I met this really nice Australian comic named Simon, and he was a big fan of Will's. You got to talk more into the mic. And he said, "It's insane the kind of tickets that Will like Will like what Will does at a festival. People don't even do here in terms of what is it? Twenty one days in a row." Yeah, Phil uh Phil Anderson um <laughs> what are you, I love what, when I know a guy what, and I still fuck up his name. How do you fuck up Will Anderson? Look, name? Phil Anderson is one Will of my Anderson favorites. One of the, <laughs> it, truly like Will Anderson's a guy that like without him we wouldn't oh, have as many shirts as I we mean, saw. I might be in a gutter. Um yeah, Will Anderson is uh, you don't know the juggernaut Anderson is yeah, until you've been a benefactor to us. I and his pal so. Charlie Clawson, the two of them. Chuckles, I love him. Um, so uh, I started watching a show called Underbelly that Will recommended. Very interesting about the Melbourne crime peoples. Uh-huh. So uh, well, Charlie Clawson's wife was supposed to come to my show at the Redwood the other night. I don't know if that happened. Is she in town, Gemma? Why is yeah. she here? Because she's a shit hot director and she's looking to make some movies i'm guessing you're not you're not showing up at all so i don't know what to tell you I'm, because I'm, because I'm, you're higher than the mic i'm i'm not higher than the mic i'm not even high my voice is loud it's fine it's not I'm fine i look hey look at look at me in the eyes look at me in the eyes to this? look at me in the eyes i will I, tell you when you're fine i will tell you <laughs> well it's gonna be a long time until that actually happens so anyway so that's what's going on with uh the Australian comedy festival situation. I would not be there the same time as you, though, if you went. You're just going to a different time of the year? No, I would be there the first uh, two or three weeks. I would not be there the last week. You wouldn't be there. Well, then you and I would tag team, and we would... Uh, uh, I would prefer not to see you at all. I, well, that's gonna quite possible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at all. No, I get it. I'm, I'm, uh, look, the weird thing is we both have the same wish list. Yeah. It's over on Amazon. You also, you you also go to Amazon and give me a gift. Give me the gift of no Dave. You also don't want to see you. Oh, I've seen me. It's awesome. Uh, uh, that's a noise that conveys disagreement. (laughs) I don't think so. So, (laughs) It's a miracle that I do. I um, I was in. uh, I went to Sacramento for my last. So, for those who are asking, I'm not opening for Drew anymore. Um, it's you know. I'm, I have a I, I have a writing job I can't announce yet, um, but uh, but that's going to take a lot of my time. But also, I can't I can't be an MC. It's just too uh, degrading, soul crushing, and degrading. Yeah. He, he, you know, my rate is also way too high to be an MC. So he's like overpaying for an MC. But I just don't want to do that. Like it's com- it's also complicated to be an OC. It's complicated yeah, with his agents and all this fucking shit. They want Ger- they want his the Gersh clients to be the features and all this shit. Like Jesus, I should go out and feature. Um. So uh. So yeah. So I'm not going to be doing that. He opened anymore. for me the other night. Yeah. Well, I mean, sort of. I mean, he just he basically came down and said, "I want to do the show at this time." You happen to be on that show. It was more. <laughs> it was more a you getting people, bumped. A lot of people call that being bumped. I call it opening for me. Right. He and Louie. Uh huh. 
uh, of the C and the K right. opened for me the other night, and they right. did a fine job. So they bumped you. They opened the show, and then I was then I appeared after. Right. So they bumped you. So what? So I, what so I said what? was, I said, "Hey, everybody, it's a really neat night of comedy. You have uh, Drew Carey mm-hmm. and Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. and Greg Barrett." And it's either a really cool night at Meltdown or it's a rerun of A&E's Evening at the Improv. From because everybody on this show that I've just mentioned is 170. Yeah. It was old guys. Isn't that weird, though? That yeah. would have been, in the old days, that could have been an, an episode of Evening at the Improv. It could have been. And then somebody with a puppet. Well, puppets are not all that bad. Some of not them are racist. Some of them on. are racist, some but some of them, some are, of them are not. Some of them are just socks. Yep. So I'm in Sacramento and I miss Jeff Bolt. I don't know. I don't know what happens at with comedy clubs where they go, you know what I think the comedian would like is to be at a hotel out in the middle of nowhere where there's nothing around, nothing to walk to mm-hmm. by the, uh, by the freeway. Like I oh, think frontage road it, look, comedy clubs love to put you on a frontage road. And I'll tell you why, because those hotels cost probably 12 or $14 a night. Yeah, but they but they could also get a decent deal at another hotel down. Like if they said, "Hey, every weekend we're going to put your we're going to put two people in your hotel for the year," they would be able to get a great rate. That's just how those things right, work. But imagine the rate at a place it's by not, a frontage road. It's barely like it's, it's still it's what the waitress is making tips. I, I guarantee you, they could find the same rate. People people stay in hotel that hotel because it's near the fucking airport, and. But they, but they would be able to get the same rate somewhere downtown. I guarantee so you. It's fucking it? Sacramento. It was the Hilton. No, that's not a bad It was town. by the mall. It's okay. near the club. But it's also like, Jesus. It's still, you can't walk anywhere, basically. All right. So, um, so I go on stage the last you show. Know what I call, when, you're, when you know what I call that? When you're, when you're not in, listening to in me? In that situation? Uh-huh. When you're in a, I am talking to you. When you're in a mm-hmm. hotel like that and you can't mm-hmm. walk you know what I call that? Masturbation time. I don't. Masturbation club. I've never done that. <laughs> I've never done that. Would you like to? I don't touch myself. It's a, a Do you want horribly to join the offensive. Masturbation club. Jesus is opposed. Like all the all the gods do not would like you not to do that. I so, want to talk about steroids in the next se- segment. Oh, I can't wait. So, um, so I go up, and Blaine is just on his set. Right. I love Blaine. Blaine's a very funny gentleman. He does very well. I walk what club on, is this? This is Sacramento Punchline. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I walk on stage, and I say whatever I say to the crowd. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I just want to tell you something. I know the Sacramento Punchline. They never put me in the fucking Hilton, bro. So just, I want you to bring it down a notch. Because I was at a shittier place next to a fucking steakhouse called the Courtyard Maybe. That's a Marriott. What? The Courtyard Marriott. Yeah, but it's not. It was like it was one of the test ones. It's the like fucking a, the car. It was like cement floor. Oh, cement floors are nice in a hotel because you just wash off the blood. So <laughs> I can't even get food at that hotel. You can go out on the fucking machine and get a get some Twizzlers. You think it's better at the Hilton? Oh yeah, I guess there was a restaurant. Yes, but they but they made the they made. I got hummus from them that tasted like Paris, sesame vinegar. Hilton. It's part of the Hilton Empire. It's better. Do you want to know what the restaurant is called in the Hilton there? What? Bummers. <laughs> it's not great. So, so I, I walk. love it. Do you get eggs at Bummers? <laughs> <laughs> Can you go get a bumlet? Hey, do you have um, salt for the eggs? No. This is Bummers. 
<laughs> Those aren't even eggs, by the way. Do you have coffee? Water. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I get it. It's bummers. So I, um, I walk on stage and I say a couple things. And then the guy to my right, just right of stage, on the table close to the stage, I go, have a blank patch, everybody. And then he goes, he didn't say anything about the Jews. Like out loud, like screams it. Okay. As if that's <laughs> as if that's something that everyone would agree with him on. Yeah. Like what in the f- like who where are you? First of all, well, I, he I, made a list of stuff Blaine didn't talk about, <laughs> and that was just at the top of his list. But where are like I get okay. maybe you think Blaine you is Jewish? Way? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, no, keep going. Do you have to, no, but but then I just bagged on him for a while. I yeah. just I just tore him apart and was like, yeah, why don't we talk about the chinks? Like it's that fucking oh, crazy. Nice. But it's that crazy racist. Yes, it's that. And did he? Let if you like, say, he got giddy when you said that. Word. If you say the Jews, it's no different than using any let me other. Tell you this is my favorite Sacramento story. So I was up there uh, at uh, Laughs Unlimited. It was my early days, and I was drinking. So that's that's the B club in town. <laughs> yeah, and it, but it's in a. Um, it's in a nice part. Of, it's in old sack. It's, it's in a very nice, nice part. part yeah. So afterwards, these guys who were bros uh, were super nice, and they were like, "Hey, man, can we buy you a drink? We're going across the street, shoot some pool." And I was like, "Yeah, cool. I don't, I don't play pool, but I'll, I'll come over." So these guys were super nice, and and uh, you know, how oh, you're so funny, and you know, they were asking about show business, all that. And then at one point, and it was almost like the bar got quiet for this comment. One of the guys puts his arm around me. He goes. How do you, in L.A., how do you deal with the Jew on a daily basis? <laughs> you right? mean like, it's not like a already, weekly. Like, this guy already bought me shots and shit. Like, we were already going down a friendship path. And then all of a sudden, we were in this, like, just heightened racist conversation. Like, that was the, you know, the Well, you guys of, were friends, so you could open up to each and other. And I think of, like, you know, like, when you suddenly... I don't know if you've ever been with somebody who suddenly turns out to be racist. Yeah, it's weird. You've already become or you already sort of decided you like them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, it's on me. It's on me. Get it off. Get it off. Yeah. It's like you put on a shirt and didn't realize it was made out of bees. Like, (laughs) (laughs) how does the Jew, and he said it in this, he he said it in this way. It's like almost like saying, um, so if you, in Chicago, like just how do you deal with those winters, right? It was like a fact it was like a fact of yeah it was like a like a that's a thing people deal with like the jew how do you deal with it on a daily basis well it is a it is a valid question <laughs> you're insane uh, I, did, I was like but but i don't know i don't know what they, but what is so say say you are working on his level like say you're like like say you know the answer to that question what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, like what? And what? You're like, well, I tell you what I do, man. Is <laughs> I, I, I wear, a, I wear nice sunscreen, <laughs> uh, sweaters. Uh, I, I have a Jew repellent hat. Like, what? Yeah. What exactly? Like, what is it that the Jews are doing? Here's the thing: they're like bears. You just have to, you have to be really still. <laughs> Seriously, what are they doing that you have to? But do you know that there are there are people that think that about. Like they think that that's like in his mind that was a that was a fact that one of the obstacles to success in Hollywood. So he thinks because you're not Jewish, yeah. So you have to get through what we in in Los Angeles call the Jew juggernaut. (laughs) So you got to get through that the Jew gauntlet. It's different than the gay mafia. There's a lot of shit down here that if you're you know it's even worse minority where you know it's even worse the J mafia. You know what I mean? The gay Jew mafia. They're, they, they, or, or David Geffen, just the whole, <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's just like, I, I, 
it's so insane to think that people's people are steep with the kind of hate where that comes out of their mouths. Like it's just I I, I didn't even know what to say. I I think I was like, dude, oh hang on, I got to go to the bathroom, and then I ran out. The I just ran out. Yeah, I literally ran out. I yeah, ran back to my uh, to the condo or wherever it was I was staying. That's the same thing people do with Barry Sobel after he buys him drinks for a couple hours. <laughs> and then they, they know the and tears. then they know the backpack is coming off. <laughs> so such an inside joke, but very funny. Um I uh so after the first show uh on Saturday, I walked up to the bar and there was a bartender there, a uh, young lady, and I said, uh, hey, may I have a Stella? And she looked at me and she said, um, you have to go back to your table and order from a waitress. We don't um, serve people at the bar during the show. And I said, did you see the show yesterday or the <laughs> earlier show today? Because in the club, there's the stage and then there's the audience. And then there's just a giant bar in the back where... There, there's nothing between the bar and the stage. You can just sit there as a bartender and look up and you'll see who's on stage. Right, right. And she said, no. Oh, are you one of the comics? You would almost have to willfully ignore me and willfully not pay attention to me because I'm the guy 30 feet away from you yeah. holding a microphone talking on a stage. That so sums up my career. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot you can say to that, is there? There really, there really isn't. isn't. Well, we the Monarchs played a show a couple of nights ago, and uh, the, one of the uh, one of the uh, cocktail waitresses there said, "Oh, your band is awesome. I really loved it." And I was like, oh, "Thanks a lot." And then later on, we were in a different conversation, and I said something about, um, "I said, yeah, because you know we're instrumental." And she goes, "You guys don't have a vocalist." Yeah, you didn't really watch us. So is, <laughs> I mean, that, that would be so evident after nine songs. You would think so. But she goes, but she goes. You know what's so funny? She goes. Yeah, I walked by. I love what I heard. I thought you were doing like some kind of a Dick Dale thing. Because I was just working. And I would imagine if you worked in a comedy club, like I can't think of anything worse in the whole world than working in a comedy club. But if you worked in a comedy club, maybe they just get to a point where you're like, I can't even look at this shit anymore. Because you know what? Especially passing through Sacramento, how much of it is worth lifting your head for? And eventually, you just get, what is that old person's disease where you look at your feet? You know where your head just, you know where your your spine curves and your head just drops? Spina bifida? What, that's not what it's called. But the point is, and somebody will say it on... Um, no, I know what it's called. I can't remember. Searches on O, osteoporosis. You know, schooled me the other day and said there's a difference between a bull, terri- a bull terrier and a bulldog. Jesus Christ, where were you? Like, I was like... Yeah, no, I, if I made that, if I, if I was joking around, I was just joking around about it. By the way, my family runs dog shows. I'm, Whoa. We, we all know that one of the things I do here is get stuff mixed up. I, yep. love, I love bulldogs and bull terriers, or, or maybe it was something else. I can't remember. Pipples. Pipples, that's what I was, pipple and the bulldog. I know the difference between a pipple and a bulldog. Jesus Christ, I don't know what just happened. We'll be right back. What happened? I don't know. Hey, 
walking in a room and there's two dudes and they look sad. If you're walking in a room and you see two dudes and that sounds real bad, it's walking the room. Um, That's I should probably record that. We, oh, I just did, didn't we? How do I sound now? Yeah, good. Now I'm just blowing the shit up, right? Yeah. Um, we um, we have a store, a store merchandise where you can buy merchandise. Yeah, you can, and there's a lot of it there. And we now carry uh, the Flophouse podcast stuff, and it's did going. you do that podcast? I've never done it. How do you, who are they? What they're the... an ATC. Oh, they are. Okay, yeah, they're an ATC. The comedian guys, I guess. Then, huh? Uh, yeah. And I, I haven't heard their podcast, but I hear it's great and they're selling great stuff. And so I'm going to go over there and check it out because I think those guys, I, they, uh, I think they talk about movies that flopped. All Things Comedy is going to be doing a show at Largo with a bunch of comedians from All Things Comedy and they neglected to pick us. Uh, I, so I wrote Al Madrigal and I was like, you left Baron off the list? Like, what gives? And he goes, dude, we can't use all our heavy hitters at once. And then yeah, I wrote right. back, well played. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so you got that. Also, my album, my album is out. Shame Chamber. You can find that at Bandcamp or iTunes or uh, Google Play. Uh, we also, uh, it's just a fucking date. Is doing good business, you guys. Yeah. Please keep telling your friends about it. It's very helpful. We were thir- we were number three in nonfiction. Over on iBooks for a while. We actually got up to two. Uh, we were number one in health and family, which, you know, you can keep going further and further down. To what about like, crime? You know, we were like, we were, we were number one in Greg Barron and Amir Rotola books. Um, so you got, how were you guys in mystery? We didn't in mystery. <laughs> I'll tell you something. Not that great. Yeah. What about recipes? Good. Perfect. Okay. Like we were like, we were above one. What about Russian literature? We are 74 okay. over in Russian literature. Okay. So anyway, but um, I have a book out called Gulag. It works the same way as the podcast. If you read the book, if you like the book, please go over and write a review. You know, it's the same. It's the same aggregate for books as it is for um, anything audio. You know, when they put it up there and our thing has been on the front page the whole time. So let's just keep it there because it's been very, very helpful. And I appreciate anyone who purchased the book. Uh, The Rating Monarchs record will have a release date next week. It's going to come out in September. It is done. Mastered. Uh, It just is being sequenced right now. It's fucking awesome. Sequenced to mean you're putting sequins on it? We are. Well, we were going to, but that was expensive. So we're just going to bedazzle the whole record. Fuck yeah. We're doing it using a thing that girls use, the kids use called blingles. Oh, I and love blingles. And they're just stickers. Yeah. yeah they're like, I have they're blingles little... all, all over my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I got um, blingles too. They, if, you had the, if, you, if you had mumps when you were a kid, it's very possible to get blingles. Yeah, blingles are, blingles are... Uh... They're painful. It's when you break out in tiny glitter diamonds all around your crotch area. Oh, I have that. Oh, that's no wait. That's bedazz- that's vajazzling. Um, I'm never gonna vajazzle, mostly because I don't have a vagina. I, you know, I have vajazzled. Have you ever steroided? No, no. But when I was in when I was in high school, uh, a couple of the dudes on my football team, uh, one of the dudes, the who uh, was a quarterback. How old was roided. this guy? So he was uh, well, high school. How old are you in high school? So, well, you're either 14 or so, well, 14 to 18. No, so. he started He started as a freshman. So 14, 15, 16. So he started so roiding at 14? He, yeah, he did. And he had, he Jesus got, he Christ. was massive. Dude, and that's and when, striated. that's when they, they didn't really have it perfected. So you were just taking. He was. You were just taking a He could a throw giant. a football so hard <laughs> that, that like, he was a quarterback and he would throw a football so hard that people couldn't catch it. 
Yeah. So it made virtually no sense. So when he was drafted and went to the University of Hawaii, no, they, made him, really? they made him when he went to the, for, not went for college, when he went yeah. to college, they made him a tight end. Because, because he couldn't, and he was just gigantic. Did, and did he keep doing steroids and playing? I, through I don't. College? I, didn't, I never saw him after college. He was a nice guy, but his father was one of the coaches, and he was just like. Oh, so his dad was like, you know, we need to make you bigger. Yeah. So his dad was behind it all. His dad, like, there's no way if you're a football coach and your kid does steroids that you don't know about it. It's not like you're like Larry. Last week you were oh, no. uh, 84 oh, no, pounds, yeah. and now you're 100. And- but people weren't thinking about that stuff then. Like it wasn't. You know, we're talking about from 19 what uh, 77 to 81. Do you remember B.J. Newsom from our area? He went to Drake. Yeah, bit off a bus driver's nose in a fight. I'm betting B.J. was on steroids. I'd have been or. Really stoned and super hungry, because he just kept yelling at that dude. Cheeto nose. Yeah, he bit off a guy's nose. You know, it's so interesting. It's like this stuff. You know, I I, I was listening to a, um, some sports show the other day, and they were talking about you know in the old days, uh, Willie Mays and those guys. You know, they had like pick me up pills. Who's you Billy know, Benzedrine? Mays? Oh yeah, they all had they, all they had, had like speed. cups of it, like yeah, speed and all that kind of stuff. Like you know. Hank Aaron, Hank Aaron, one of our most famous home run hitters, was on the red juice. He was taking the red speed. juice, right? Right. That's the other stuff. They were all Willie taking Mays speed. too. They had in in the in the clubhouse of the baseball team. Right. There were pitchers full of substances that you could drink to for pick-me-ups right so they had like a thing right. with just red juices which was just liquid speed yeah and somebody told me that they were or somebody else had said at one uh, at one point that they were like cups like uh you know how like you put jelly beans in a bowl yeah like jelly beans of benzedrine yeah uh i heard robert blake talk about that when he was acting when he was acting robert blake? robert blake was talking about this and he was saying when he was acting as a young boy the 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 in the movies because they would work such long and arduous hours that they gave the kids they didn't he know was, what they, from, they didn't from when know. he was in the little rascals he was a, well i think probably the little rascals yeah. were on speed i mean they, Are they we breaking been. a story right let now me, let me let me <laughs> let me just go ahead and break this story right now if you liked alfalfa he was a drug user all right so they're thinking about taking they're thinking about taking all of those guys out of the little rascals digitally because they're, you know, the <laughs> thing, roids. The thing about the retroactively. Little, the thing about the little rascals is, is, is uh, they also would come down, so they would give them heroin when the when the day was over. Yeah, and then they put them back on speed in the morning, so right. they were just living the roller. Well, during coaster. the day, they tried to make them jazz musicians. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can't. I did not know that about about child actors. That they uh, well, were you know, doing. because and the point he was trying to make was and and. We know this about all drugs that people didn't know there's anything wrong with it. You know, right. you know, people invent something and then they go, well, this makes people more productive. And, and, you know, they used to give it to housewives for depression and, you know, so, you know, uh, uh, it, so it, I think with steroids, it was probably the same sort of like, Hey, this makes people more productive. Big. Makes people big. <clears throat> right. Makes people, I'm, I am, uh, Okay, ask me what I what I feel. Just, I'd love to know what you feel about it because the reason how, I, guess, how do I feel about steroids. I think I think obviously if, if you've been under a rock or you live in Australia, um, uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure Australia has their own steroid drug. Problem. No, but I'm just saying the reason we're talking about this is that last week, uh, yeah. This, so there was this big, uh, the, the, basically a lab got caught, uh, busted, and in there was information about ball players who had done have been using it, right? And some of them are like the biggest ones, like A Rod is one of our 
biggest. Alex Rodriguez. Uh, biggest baseball players. Total fucking cock of a human. Uh, That's the weird steroids. thing. Now, now, I wrote this the other day. Uh, do assholes do steroids or do steroids make people assholes? Because it seems like no, there's Barry Bonds, Jose Canseco, um, um, A-Rod. Mark McGuire wasn't an that asshole. That guy from the Boston Red Sox. What was his name? He was a real Ma- prick. Uh, Manny Ramirez? No, no, no. The other guy, the white guy, the pitcher. Um, really the, a prick. Oh, oh. Yeah, but he didn't do steroids, the white guy, the pitcher. He was the, he was vehemently against steroids. No, no, no. The guy, he and his wife, and they both did them, and then they were fucking other people. And <laughs> Wait, what the fuck are you? You <laughs> yes, have to have a I'm name. Shilling? No, not Schilling. Oh, I thought you were. No, you got to have a name if you say. I know. If you say, I know. He and I know his wife Kevin were, Myers is on the other end of this. Kevin's a friend of ours from Boston and who we love. And he's just sitting there screaming the name out right now <laughs> and, and hating us. <laughs> and I'll think of it during the break. Um, but so he and his wife. And he might have not even been a Red Sox. He might have been a Philly. No, I think he was a Red Sox. Was his wife doing steroids too? Yes. And he was. And a then pitcher? she was the one that then they got divorced. And then she was the one that ratted on him. Well, that's a great marriage. Gastineau, the football player. They, anyway, but were they fucking? I guess, were, they, were they swinging too? I think they were swinging, or he was fucking other people, or I don't know what it's it was. It's great you don't have a name to go with this because it's a tremendous. Barrett, this is the Greg Barrett way. Your podcast would be the worst. If you were alone, your podcast would be the worst thing ever. I might just do a podcast called the worst thing. It'd ever. be called Vague Stories. <laughs> I've got most of the, I've got some, I have, welcome to, I've got some of the information. This week a dude fucking took a bunch of shit and then they fired him from a thing. <laughs> they didn't like him, but he was fucking this girl. I'm not really sure who she was, but she seemed pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, there's photos. It's good. <laughs> That's good. Go to TMZ. Yep. <coughs> so I love my new podcast. Nobody else does. Vaguely barren. I, no, but I bet if you did, I bet if you did vague stories with Greg Barron, I bet people would listen just because of the insanity. But they probably wouldn't listen. Keep listening. You know what I mean? Like they would be like, "Wow, this is really something." What did he talk about? He talked about curtains and the guy who made curtains, but he doesn't actually know <laughs> who made curtains, and he's got a weird idea of what curtains are. I think he's talking about robes. <laughs> if I did a fifteen-minute podcast once a month like that, I think that would be uh, something that people would also ignore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Aggressively ignore. Vague ideas with Greg Barron. <laughs> okay, here's my deal with steroids. I don't give a fuck. Right. I don't give a shit. Who fucking cares? Like, what's... Who, people are so incensed that these guys are doing steroids. And I, I, I always think back to the... And they act like baseball or whatever sport was pure before then. And then you go, well, they were all doing fucking speed. Like, you keep going back and they were always looking for an advantage... Also, steroids were legal forever in baseball, and then they just recently became illegal. So you can't like all of a sudden be like, "What the fuck?" It was legal, right? What are you fucking mad about? You, you here's the thing: everyone wants to see tons of home runs. They want to they want to see uh, they want to see the big scores in football. They want to see guys get hit. And then when they find out that all that shit that they love is occurring because these guys are doing steroids, then they get all incensed. You would have loved this. There are a bunch of guys talking about it on ESPN. And it was a woman sportscaster. And she said, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember when games were like two to zero. (laughs) And she goes, there were a lot of one nothing games. Let me tell you something. It was like soccer. (laughs) And I just thought that she used soccer as a. She's right. You know, but less exciting. She's right. But less exciting because at least in soccer, people are running back and forth, you know, up and down the field. Yeah. The baseball. Baseball was arduous to watch when we were kids. You had, I mean, to, you had I, to love it. I loved it, so it was never arduous to me. But I know what you mean. Like, but it's going back to that. I mean, that's the thing. Do you want to see home runs? 
Do you guys want to see a bunch of balls hit all over the place? Or do you want it to go back? I think, guys I just... think because we've defined it as cheating, it feels like... And, and, the, and here's the problem is if one guy's on steroids, does everyone have to be on steroids so everyone has a ferret advantage? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, and then that's... And we know steroids aren't good for you. So I think... Are, is that true, though? Maybe some of them are now. I don't know. I don't know enough about them because I don't know the difference between that and human growth hormone and Red Bull. Here's what I think should happen. I think everyone should have to do steroids, but Mm -hmm. you don't know what steroid you're getting. Like you get a horse steroid or you can get a hamster steroid and your just eyes get really big. Here's what I say. Just different kinds of steroids. I say that we do one for you, one for me. So for every ball player that does it, a fan gets some. Yeah. I'd love to see more fans on steroids. (laughs) Like maybe there's a steroid section. Like maybe you know the you, you know the folks that, you, know you know the folks that you know the folks that buy the inexpensive tickets and sit out in the outfield. The bleacher people. Yeah, just the bleacher folks should all get roids. You I get think, a roid for buying a bleacher ticket. I think the, I would say the majority of the people in the bleachers are already on some sort of horrible drug. I mean, from what I've seen, it's not the place you go. It's like, hey, do you want to go to a game, like, or do you want to kind of get in a fight? It would be like ancient Rome. People would be throwing their babies on the stage, and I don't know that that happened in ancient Rome. Maybe it was Greece. I don't remember. Vague ideas with Greg Barron. I don't think that's in 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 any history books. <laughs> I think I it's in the Bible. In my, I think it's in the Bible when throwing, they when they sacrifice well, how, babies by throwing they, them into the into center field. Wait, or just babies being center thrown. Field? Sacrificing of babies. So didn't the Romans do that? So a lady like a lady a lady would like bring her baby. Who put the babies on the hill when they didn't want them? The Chinese, right? <laughs> <laughs> would put girl babies Wait, on the hill. What? <laughs> they put them on the, the hill. Chinese would put girl babies on the hill because they only wanted boys. <laughs> no. <laughs> Isn't that right? No. Or is that the Hunger Games? No, actually, none of that's right. Is that the Hunger Games? No. I can't remember. That's not even in the Hunger Games. I love Games. that girl. I love that girl. I fucking love that girl. You're I can't. Listening. Have you seen the trailer for the new Hunger Games? I can't wait. Vague stories with Greg Barron. <laughs> oh, my none God. Of, none of what you said is real. <laughs> none of it. Some of it's real. Uh, I think in, 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 uh, in China, they would, they would maybe kill the young girls in a, like, drowning them. I don't think they ever put them on hills. I feel like they put them on a hill. So in your somebody mind, will somebody will somebody will correct me. They'll, they'll, somebody oh, will no, know where they put them. Definitely correct you. <laughs> and I think that person is me. <laughs> <laughs> I think they'll put the hill baby story somewhere on our Facebook page. So so in your mind, you go to visit China, and then you look up, and there's just a mountain <laughs> covered in babies. Yeah, that's where. I think that's where Dana Gould got all of his daughters. <laughs> Oh, and then you just, if you want a baby, you go pick it up. <laughs> that's why they, that's why there's so many babies over here that are Chinese. I mean, it's the worst adoption system I've ever heard of. Well, but they keep making more people. So they figure if they take one of the genders out, uh, then there won't be so many people being made. I don't know a lot about a lot, but I do know this. My coffee is really working this morning. Don't you think that if it's just all dudes, then dudes have to fuck dudes? Don't they already? I mean, China just seems like a giant prison. I don't. I don't disagree. But I've also I never mean, been there. There are some women, but it's like it's like nine to one or some crazy. So do you think? So so what? So Alex, so A Rod got the boot, right? Yeah. He but got then he appealed, so he can still play baseball, right? Until the appeals up, but that just fucks him more because then why is he such a jerk though? He's all about. He apparently he's well because he's just a fucking. Dick is he all about the Benjamins? No, he is all about the Benjamins. <laughs> no, he's all about um his legacy. Apparently, he wants his legacy, so he wants to fight it, even though he's got no fucking chance in hell. He, you know why he? You know why he's doing it? Because he's on steroids. And he's not thinking correctly. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I could give a flying fuck. Everybody do steroids. Have fun. Who gives a shit? Here's the deal. 
the guys you're it's all going to become rollerball anyway. Well, the, yeah, eventually the guys you're catching that means there's ten other guys getting away with it, if not more. Like there, so many of them are getting away with it just because you busted right. one lab. So that means one lab was caught and you cleaned up baseball or whatever sport. They're all fucking on steroids. The problem Basically, is steroids on- has not had a likable. Maybe Mark McGuire, but McGuire sort of, his steroid thing sort of quietly. So they need a spokesman. Well, they need a guy you like. Like if Buster Posey was on steroids, people would be like, oh, you know what? He's so cute. It's all right. I think a lot Alex of- Rodriguez is such a douchebag. Right. And, so and Canseco was such a douchebag. Uh, yeah. The, Barry Bonds was the king. He's the Lord reigning high king of all douchebags. Yeah. He's, he's, he was a, not a good dude. Not was, a nice man. He's actually on a show right now on um, ESPN that's on every week called Extreme Cunts. <laughs> <laughs> My God. You can check that out. It's on, uh, I believe it's on uh, Wednesdays at 4 a.m. Did you see that that, that Marin uh, was in some sort of flame war with somebody with a troll? And he said that the guy, he goes, you know, just stop cunting. Just stop cunting. <laughs> no, you're a cunt. And now you're cunting. You're a troll that's cunting. And hey, I just sort of liked it. I have, as a, I have a new idea. Yeah. What do you think about this? Well, tell me the idea. So some guy wrote to me last night, um, Tofop is being ruined because Dave Anthony's on it so much. And then he put at Dave Anthony. And then I said, I said, hey, that's cool. Um, just wanted to know why you decided to direct that at me. And then he didn't respond. And then I said, just so you know, you made me really sad. And um, I hope that makes you feel better about yourself. Of course, that part was a lie. I don't give a shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I thought... It's never nice when people do those. I, I, I've had that a couple times where someone's included me in a like... Oh. Right. No, it's it's a... it's a. Be, don't be a coward. Just straight up say, hey, I don't like you. If, if you need to do that. But don't be a coward and frame it like, I'm just saying something and putting his... You know, you're saying it at me. Don't right. be a fucking... So he never bitch. responded. I responded in those, I said those two things, but here's the deal. So comedians, we should all get together and have a block list. And if someone starts coming out with the shit where they're like, you're not funny or I don't like you, we should have all comedians block them. I love that idea. Just fucking drop them. Every comedian, just have everyone listening. Hey, this guy's doing it. And then we all fucking block the dude because I went and looked and he follows all these other comedians. He's clearly a fan of Will Anderson. So why don't we just all fucking block the people who do that? I mean, I think that's a good idea. I can't imagine that Will, <clears throat> if Will saw the tweet, you know, didn't block him. I mean, it, it's, I, I, you know, one time Rob Delaney, um, I was on a show with Rob. I was replacing uh, the person who was going to be on the show with him. I was last minute. I told him I would do him a favor. So he said, hey, tonight Greg Barron is going to be oh, yeah. on the show, right? Yeah. Super nice. Like yeah. he said, you know, something he said, like you could do no better or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the amount of shitty mean tweets I yeah. got from his, and he has millions of people. Yeah. So it, as far as a percentage of his fan base, it probably wasn't even 1%, but it was enough to be like, hey, I'm, I can see that. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm happy for you to hate me, but you don't need to like gutlessly include me in a tweet. No, you're a bitch. Or it's just fucking, you know, but I don't so, get that. I really don't get that stuff that much. So let's, so we should start a movie. I love a block I list. That much. I don't get that, get that much either. But if like, if like someone said, we that, call it block listing. If someone went out to we like, block listed this to guy. Kamel and said, Hey, Kamel, you're not funny. I'd be like, yeah, I'll block that guy. I'll yeah. fucking block them all. Let's just block them. Yeah. Let's just shut them out of the comedy world. If they want to be little cunts. Listen, comedy is subjective. If you don't like someone, you don't have to tell them. We know that it's, subjective. I love the block list. All right. Block list. 
fuck, I finally have something. I finally, I mean, not world hunger, not like, you know, stop wars. No. Like I have my, I have Leave my comedians alone. Yeah. <laughs> Send us your money. We'll be back. We'll be back. Back to walk in the room. Walk in the room. I mean, we've just gotten worse and worse at bringing people back in. What? There's a fuck. My wife just got put on the jury. She just got jury duty. Oh man, you and Finn got a lot of dinner to eat. Our fucking jury system is so fucked up that beyond belief. Like, so she's just going to lose thousands of dollars because she can't work. Right. And all these people just come in and lie and say, they go, I fucking hate cops. And I do this to get out of it. Right. Because our jury system is so fucking broke. Like you can't, you can't just force people. See, I do it the opposite way. I come in and I just say, I fucking love the law. Yeah. And I stroke my dick when I'm doing it. Well, that's a crime. <laughs> that's an actual crime. <laughs> so that's why I've not been on any juries. Yeah, no, you should be in prison. <laughs> You're a sex offender. <laughs> so whatever. So <laughs> so my wife is going to be on a jury that's going to take like eight days and that'll be great. Yeah. And hopefully it'll be like a case that's just like. And it's cool because then you're like, hey, I'm sorry, son. We couldn't send you to school this month. Why? Because mommy had to do her civic duty. None of it makes sense. Just have the fucking judges choose. People are morons anyway. You know what I mean? I don't think so. I don't, I don't know if you watched that Trayvon Martin <laughs> trial, but that jury got that shit tight. They actually did by the Florida law. I know. But still. But still, it was still a racist killing someone. It was a racist who killed somebody. You have to figure out a way to put that guy away. No, someone will put him away <laughs> at some point. Somebody will put him away at some yeah, point. Maybe. Some point. Maybe not. Maybe people just forget about it yeah, because they're playing suffers. Candy Crush on their phone. Is that what you Candy play? Crush is not unlike... Bejeweled or whatever that game was. Bejazzled. Right. Except for that you can, if you play the game too much, it will it will ask you to stop. Because this is, a, this and a, a friend of mine who's also a recovering uh, alcoholic is like, this is an addict's dream. And you can buy your way through it if you want to. You can buy like, you can buy some extra points. You can buy some things where you can, you know, advance yourself in the game. I've never purchased anything, but I, first time I got it, I was like, I'm not going to play this. This is stupid. And I can't stop playing it. And it's really bad when a game goes, you know what? And it gives you a clock. Ooh. Come back in 20 minutes. Jesus. Stop playing. Go out and get your fucking, go, hey, what, there's one thing that says return to your marriage. So you, you like a game that scolds you. Yeah, I do. I do, dude. I'm a bottom. What? <laughs> I'm a sub. Don't. I'm not a dom. I'm a sub. I don't want to hear anymore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now it's upsetting. Sandwich. I'm a sub sandwich. Speaking of which, get Dave's Shame Chamber 2 shirt, which is one of the coolest designs that we have in the shop. Black Sweater Massacre t-shirt. Super punk rock looking great. Uh, Flophouse has some stuff there. Greg Proop still has some stuff there. It's We got a good fucking store, and it's all fucking Angelo. And you might be and doing, Alex, you Alex might be doing the, you might a, be doing the merch for uh, LA Podfest if that all comes together. Yeah, 
I'd love to do the. I'd love that. We're hoping to getting that together. So, okay. The story began on the evening of July 11th mm-hmm. and spilled that's, over. That's into 10 days before my birthday when I turned 50. Thanks, everybody, for all the nice greetings. Early morning of July 12th. Brewer, a deputy with the sheriff's department in Grand County, Utah, and his wife, Logan, invited his father-in-law to their home for drinks. As you'll do, you go, hey, Dad, you want to come over mm-hmm. and get fucked up? Uh, my dad and I get fucked up all the time. Yeah. The elder brewer, Wesley Corky Brewer. Mm-hmm. I mean, if your name is Corky and you're a dude already, you're just mad at stuff. Well, yeah. He was the fire chief in Moab uh, for Grant County. What about when they take your nickname and then they give that a nickname? So it would have like, like if he was my friend, I'd call him the Corkster. I call him Corks. Yeah. What's up, Corks? How you doing, girl? I'd say stuff like that. I'd call him girl, too. TJ would later tell officers that after dinner, which he cooked, his wife went upstairs to put one of her children to bed. Soon afterwards, he realized he was alone in the house. When the kid she put to bed came downstairs, he went up to check on where his wife was. He stated that when he opened the door to his son's room, he saw his wife on top of his dad having sex. So, I mean, this happens. <laughs> You're drinking with the old man. Sure. Your wife says, hey, I'm going to put sure. the kid to bed. Then all sure. of a sudden the kid comes downstairs. No right. one else is there. Grandpa's going to go up and also tuck the kid to bed. He's going to stay down here. Keep the keep that wine keep that wine cool. Yeah. I'm going to be right back. He's going to tuck some shit. I got to go. Right? It's my grandson. Tuck, I'm going to tuck something in. I need to tuck. Let me tuck this in. The boy. Now, the boy is We're not really here. bad at Entendre. I'm still tucking stuff. I'm tucking and tucking and tucking. Here's how this bedtime story ends this okay so this with pop on top (laughs) hop on pop this is literally hop on pop it is hop on pop. this is the dr seuss book come to life that's all they were doing they were showing the child yeah the live action version of hop on pop yeah pop on top nothing wrong with that pop's not a cop the sight of his father having sex with his wife allegedly sent TJ into a rage. Really? He beat the fuck out of his dad. Yeah. He later told police. Logan, TJ's wife, told police later that night that TJ hit her and pistol whipped his father with one of those multiple guns he kept in the house. She also allegedly said all three of them had been drinking. Now that I can't believe. <laughs> now that's like, what? What? The officer's account of his interview with Logan does not specifically address the claim that she and Corky were having sex. Corky's injuries prevented him from speaking to officers that night. So he had the shit beat out of him. The, the father. Cor- the corkster. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow. Here's after- the thing. Yeah. If you. Here's what I want to say. If you are my dad uh-huh. and you fuck my wife. Uh-huh. Buyer beware. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Now I'm going to pistol whip you. That's why pistol whipping was invented. I mean, look, I'm not pro pistol whipping. I'm not pro pistol. Right. But but if you hop on top, pop. Right? Yeah. Do something with a gun now. Now do a gun one. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> Somehow, after the alleged confrontation in the bedroom at TJ's house, all three participants managed to leave the residence. Logan went to her parents' house. So that's cool. And then uh, the father returned to his house and began looking for a firearm. His wife, Cindy, Corky's wife, Cindy, denied him access to a firearm. So she was like, no, 
you're not allowed to shoot my kid because you were fucking his wife. Right. <laughs> totally legitimate. Right. Totally That's, legitimate. You know what that is? That's good parenting. Okay. Corky then grabbed a butcher knife and stabbed himself two times, puncturing a lung and slicing his liver. So that's like, like he's not just kind of jabbing. <laughs> like he, he goes. He went in. He went full. What was deep. weird is that when he hit his liver, scotch just shot right out of it. It yeah. just, he just, he was leaking <laughs> before blood came out. It was just pure scotch. And then Cindy uh-huh. just got down and sucked the scotch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Corky was taken to Moab Hospital. Mm-hmm. When TJ learned his father was hospitalized, he headed to the hospital oh. to kill him. <laughs> Are you kidding? No. no. Oh my God, the story is insane. <laughs> what ensued was a dramatic confrontation in the parking lot. TJ was initially confronted by his uncle, Kurt Brewer, uh-huh. who is also a sheriff's deputy. Here's so Corky's here's, brother here's, is a deputy. Here's and I, by the way, I, they're all deputies. That, here's <laughs> what I love about Kurt too. Kurt's the one. Kurt's like the the straight egg in the whole thing. And there was just when this went down, rather than shock, there was just that audible sigh of not again. Oh, oh, Corky, Jesus here, Christ! Can't you just put your dick? Can you put a cork in it for once. Can you not? Okay. When police arrived, stop the on top, pop. When police arrived at the hospital, they found TJ fighting with Kurt outside the hospital. TJ was not wearing a shirt or shoes and was screaming. In the words of one officer, he had the odor of an alcoholic beverage on his breath as he spoke. Mm -hmm. He stated several times that he wanted to kill his dad, that he wanted his gun to finish the job. Officers continued to subdue TJ. TJ made numerous remarks to each officer and deputy about way, all of us being stupid and dumbasses, and at one point stated we needed to call someone with a brain to come talk to him. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not against that idea at all. <laughs> here's, here's the part we sort of skipped. Is it conceivable that Corky's wife stabbed him in the liver? Like he stabbed oh, himself? Oh, fuck! I like where you're going. He what didn't up? stab himself. She fucking stabbed she him. She did stab him, Columbo. You're and right. And she was trying to get his fucking dick. Yeah. Right? Bam. Sorry. Bam. Sorry. Holy shit. You're yeah, right. That's the what she stabbed him. Fucking. Who stabs himself twice? Holy like, shit. Like, you can stab yourself once. I would imagine after that first, like, after you punctured the lung, I don't yeah. think you're going in for the liver. No, I don't think you're. I think you're done. Yeah, I think once you stab yourself in the lung, yeah. you're like, I'm But if I'm you're stabbing good. somebody, you go, boom, boom. He didn't stab himself twice. It's fucking the Elliot Smith story. Fuck yeah. You broke this shit open. Dude, I'm like a cop on top. Pop, pop, pop. So apparently there's a lot of cover up now and there's no records and they didn't because it's all they're all deputies. So there's like no one knew that any of this had happened. And it's like a big thing. Where was this again? This was in uh, Utah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, he was initially facing charges of attempted homicide, aggravated assaults, two counts of domestic violence in Which, front of a child, assault on hey, a police officer, intoxication. But disorderly by the way, by the way, we also just busted the myth that people don't party in Utah. Right? They party. They fucking. They're not. Turn this shit loose. I guarantee you none of those people is probably over 35. That's the other sad part. And Corky, uh, Corky is alive. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did retire. Pop, pop, pop. He did retire as police chief. So that's called fucking living. 
That's a good story, dude. That's like a that's a that is a that's actually a nice bedtime story. I think kids would enjoy it. I mean, pop on you... top, pop pop pop. Don't. I love it. No. Pop pop pop. I don't care for it. New at T-shirt. All. Pop pop pop. Three pops in a row. Right. I heard you. Not horizontally, vertically. I got it. Pink shirt, white letters. Yep. Pop pop pop. Okay. I think in T-shirts now. That's Story not merchandise. Podfest. Los Angeles Podfest is on October 4th through 6th. Please start getting tickets now. August 23rd is our live uh, cuddle with Patton Oswald, and also we'll be streaming live to you. We think for $5. We think $5, which is half the price of the actual show, and a little bit more than if you buy it later, when it because we'll also release it. You buy it as audio. Look, as we're, a, we're uh, never going to record something on video and then let you buy it on video because that's way too fucking expensive for a podcast hosting a video is expensive that's just not going to happen posting a video right hosting someone right, hosting right. yeah a yeah, video, yeah 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 it's but yeah happy yeah, yeah we don't have the louis ck money to host a live thing but we can do it live streaming which is yeah. what we're doing and yeah. then which is fun then you got to show up for it yeah. and i'm sure you'll have walk in the room parties where everyone will get together to watch it <laughs> Uh, and then you'll all enjoy the word buffering. <laughs> and then hopefully, yeah, hopefully this works. And fuck, if it doesn't, I'm sorry. But we're going to talk to the guys on Monday and Tuesday. It, it sounds like they've done it. They've already been doing it. It's not like this is a No, is it, people are, this is a thing people are doing. Uh, I just don't know if people, if it makes a difference that people are in Australia, like if that's a more difficult thing to get to, you know, with the and we'll internet. And we'll find out. We'll find out. This will oceans. be a flawed process, and we will get emails, I suspect. Yeah, and then, you know, hopefully we can also have a, a component where, we, look, there... And what well, I'm going to do is also, if you send us any kind of email where you had a bad time, we're just going to refer you to Angelo and somehow you'll end up with a pin. Um, but if uh, I don't even know. Why'd you fucking in? I was literally saying hopefully there's a component where you can like there'll be a chat situation and we can look at your chats and talk to you. Uh, there will also be a maybe a pre-show. Like oh, a 15 minute thing with us in the green room. Oh, that'd be great. Something like that. That'd be great. Am uh, I going to be there for that? I hope not. Okay. I mean, the, that's the, the hope for everybody involved. We've okay. talked to your management about you not being there. Oh, is, that, is that correct? Yeah. Okay, because they, they called me about something like that. Yeah, that's what it was. Don't want you around. I'm going to be at Outside Lands this weekend, but that already happened. Yep. It was either awesome or nightmare. On the 17th, I'm doing Comedy by the Pool, I think it's called, uh, here in Los Angeles. Which just means he's been invited to my house. Weird. Glitter done. Glitter done. Glitter done.